Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the NACF podcast. So either you pop the question to them or they pop the question to you. But I found something in the Bible, y'all, I never noticed before. Get your head down and because that's how you go, thank you. Some of you going to do the loud thank you. But some of you that think you want, you want that thing so bad, you want that thing so deep that, that you're just going to be, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Move the unmovable. Break the unbreakable. God, we believe. God, we believe forever. Let's stand in reverence to the reading of the word of God. We're going to Acts chapter 2, verse 36 through 38. Then John chapter 11, verse 25 through 27. Then we'll rest in John 3.16. John 3.16. Let's read. It shall be there for you on the screen. Let's read together. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. John chapter 11, verse 25. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever believes by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. Then John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Our topic this morning is pop the question. Pop the question. Welcome to the greatest transformation of your life. All right, somebody's got that. Welcome to the greatest transformation of your life. The greatest transformation of your eternal life. Matter of fact, it's the only way to have eternal life. When you believe 
in the only living God, your creator, and you accept his son, Jesus Christ, who came into the world to sacrifice his life to save us, then you have a personal relationship with the God of the universe who has promised you abundant life here and eternal life with him forever. Right here, you have joy that is unspeakable. Right here, you have love that is everlasting and unconditional. You have mercy and compassion that renews every morning. You have peace that passes understanding. You have all your needs met according to his riches. And that's for those in prayer week. And you have access to favor, to blessing, to victory, to power, to productivity, to purpose and significance. And you got a very present help in trouble because in this world, you will have trouble. This world is messed up and you're going to have trouble. But any trouble you have will always turn around for your good. I'm telling y'all all kind of good news and y'all sitting up here like, you thank you, Crystal. Like, yeah, sure. You know what? I'm going to start this over. Because y'all not even listening to what I'm saying. When you believe in the only living God, your creator, and you accept Jesus Christ, that he came into this world to save us, then you got a personal relationship with the God of the universe. Who's promised you abundant life, not only down here, but an eternal life with him forever. So right here, you've got joy unspeakable. You got love everlasting and unconditional. You have mercy and compassion that renews every morning. You have peace that passes understanding. You got all your needs met according to his riches. And you got access to favor and to blessing and to victory and to power and to productivity and purpose and significance. And he's a very present help in trouble because you're going to have trouble in this world. But in any trouble that you get into, he'll always turn it around to your good. And whenever necessary, he'll work a miracle to make sure that that happens. And sometimes he'll work a miracle simply because you asked him to. And then you will never die. You'll just transfer to another realm with him that's beyond anything you could possibly imagine. And all of that will be yours if you would only believe it. All that. And all you gotta do to get all that is believe it. For God so loved the world that he, he so loved you that he gave his one and only son that whoever would just believe it. They're not, they will not perish but have eternal, everlasting life. So let me pop the question. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? So we're in a series to level up our evangelism. Because this world is one button push away from mass destruction. Just take one fool to press the button. 
And that's if disease or natural disaster doesn't destroy it first. We don't know which going to get it, whether it's going to be nuclear war, a natural disaster, or a disease. It's just that much away from mass destruction. And the people of the United States of America have lost their collective mind. And so I keep asking God, what does he want the church to do? And he, keep, he just keeps saying, Kevin, just get my children out. Get my children out of the world and into the kingdom. Lead people to Christ, change, and purpose. That's all he's saying. That's all he cares about. So we have to level up our evangelism. Evangelism is simply sharing the gospel with people who are unsaved so they get saved. That's all it is. Jesus called it fishing for people. We've learned already that our love is the, and our lifestyle is the bait that draws people to Jesus. And they are drawn by their, the word of God. Also drawn by the word of God because we're saved by faith and faith comes by hearing the word of God. And they are also drawn by power. So Jesus said you'll receive power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you'll be my witnesses. So Jesus connects evangelism and power. Matter of fact, he said, go into the, all the world and preach the gospel and those who believe will be saved. Then he said, and these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They'll drive out demons. They'll speak in new tongues. They'll lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. So all, again, Jesus connects evangelism with power. All through the Old Testament and the New Testament, people were drawn to God by the demonstration of his power. But no matter how you catch them, no matter how you get their attention, no matter how you attract them and pull them in, eventually you're going to have to pop the question. So I have another demonstration for you today. Uh, and so if somebody will just uh, get, a, get a chair. Come sit up here. Uh, give me a volunteer. <laughs> and so, I don't want you to do no acting. I just want you to get saved, okay? Because some people. And so, it, it's really as simple as, Kevin, I know you've been around me. I know you watched my life. And you hurt my testimony. I was a suicidal, scary teenager, just overwhelmed with depression. And God picked me up. He turned my life around. He made me who I am today. And this is a wonderful life. I wouldn't trade it for anything. All you have to do is believe in Jesus. You've heard about him all your life. You know the story, and I believe you believe in your heart that Jesus is real. And I'm here to tell you, he's shown up real. And he has for you that joy unspeakable. I got some of it. He has for you that peace that passes understanding. He's got blessing for you. He's got a plan for your life. And I know in your heart that you believe this. So I'm just going to ask you this question. Do you, in your heart, believe this? Are you ready to make that commitment? Will you accept Jesus into your heart right now? Yeah. Amen. So say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus I, believe in you. I believe in you. Forgive me, Forgive me. 
for everything I've done wrong. I believe you died for me, and I thank you for saving me. I accept you into my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. It's that simple. You're saved now. I believe God. So you popped the question, but let me show you something else. Now, um, come here, Erica. I want you to do the same thing again. You don't have to say it out loud. Just mouth it like you're talking to him. Just act like you're talking to him and get him to make. And let me show you what else is happening while this is going on. She's not up here alone. Pretend I'm the Holy Ghost. I'm the Holy Spirit. I'm the one who arranged this meeting. And while she is talking, this is what's going on that you can't see. You know this is the truth. This is the truth. This is your time. You feel it on the inside. You got to make this decision today. I have called you. This is the truth. I need you to say yes. This is the truth. You're hearing the truth right now. I'm changing you on the inside. Today is your day. It's going on right now. And remember, the Holy Spirit is doing something on the inside. It's on the inside. And he's talking the whole time you're talking. He's bringing for convenience. You know you're wrong. You know you need to make this turn. This is what you've been looking for. This is what you've been at. Today is your day. Come on, we got to do this right now. You and I in this by yourself this is what's going on in the spirit realm when you thank you pop the question so that term pop the question usually refers to a marriage proposal although any good salesman we got some good salesmen in here y'all tell me if I'm right salesman any good salesman of any product knows that at some point, you got to pop the question. You got to seal the deal. You have to come to an agreement that you're going to give me this, and I'm going to give you that. But a marriage is a better example because this agreement actually enters you into a relationship. You see, a salesperson, for the most part, gives you a product, and that's the end of the relationship. You don't have no more relationship with that girl that sold you that dress. That's the end of the relationship. But now they maintain a, a service relationship with you, those of you that sell cars. They may maintain a service relationship with you, but only in the hopes of getting you to buy something else. Or so you can tell your friends and your family you need to go over here, they treat you right. Uh, but when you pop the question and get an agreement in the marriage relationship, you're entering into a day to day, night to night, every day, every night, lifetime, intimate, exclusive, unconditional, common life, all sharing relationship. And if you're going to commit to all of that, you need to come to an agreement. You need to ask that person, do you want to do this? Are you going to do all of this? Because this is a big deal. This is a true commitment. This is a life changer. You're making a vow. You're making a covenant. You're making a spiritual contract. And you're happy about it because you're so in love. And you're receiving the same thing that you're giving. Until death do you part. But with salvation, 
with accepting Jesus Christ, it's all of that. You are entering into a day-to-day, night-to-night, every day, every night, lifetime, intimate, exclusive, unconditional, common life, all-sharing relationship. But this time, you're receiving much more than you're actually giving, and death will never do you part. You will never be separated by death. Matter of fact, there is no more death. So if people are going to enter into this amazing opportunity for life, at some point, evangelism requires that you pop the question. Do you believe this? Do you want this? Will you accept this? Will you receive this? So after you've drawn them in by your love, by your lifestyle, by your testimony, or your sermon, or your sharing the gospel, or your demonstration of power, there are two ways this thing has to go. Either you pop the question to them, and let's park right here, and go back to the marriage proposal. We have so much romance that is traditionally created around the man popping the question out to dinner or a picnic in the park or a special place you got your words prepared you've already talked about it you've worked your way up to this moment typically you've kind of agreed that this is in the future and is desired for both of you you're just waiting for him to pop the question he's already gotten the ring and he's built up to that moment and they might get down on one knee and say I love you I want to spend the rest of my life with you will you marry me you all to be ready to pop the question as you win souls for Jesus Christ. So today we're going to learn, all of us going to learn how to seal the deal. So let's look at an example from Jesus. Now Jesus was the master of popping questions. Sylvester, he was the master of popping questions. Will you be made whole do you want to be healed why did you doubt what is your name how long has he been like this who touched me who do men say that i am i could really preach this can you tarry with me one hour peter do you love me oh he was a master of asking questions and and here in john 11 that might be a good for mit uh, just the questions of jesus he's a master of asking questions and here in john 11 jesus is giving us an example of evangelism now this is a time where he raises lazarus from the dead And he's getting ready to demonstrate his power over death. So he shares with Martha the good news. He shares with her the gospel. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. 
He who believes in me, though he, he will live even if he dies. And he who lives and believes in me shall never die. And then he pops the question. Because the answer to this question will assure her of eternal life. He's showing us in this text how simple it is to be saved. He just says, do you believe this? I told you that you could live forever. I told you that all it took was for you to believe. Then I asked the pop the question, do you believe this? She said, I did. He, she said, Lord, I do believe. She said she believed that he was the Messiah, that he was the son of the living God. And at that point, people are born again if they truly believe. We make this thing too hard. We make it too long of a process. If they truly believe at that point, they are born again. God will do the rest of it. He'll do the rest of coming into their heart and changing them on the inside and filling them with the spirit. And then he partners with us to make all of that happen. That's what the ministry of the church is about. We introduce them to Jesus. We tell them either his story or we tell them our story with him and then see if they believe it and see if they'll accept it. Then he changes their life and we help him by teaching them how that's done then he gives them purpose and we partner with him by teaching them how purpose is done as well so what you got to do is just give them what you have say what you need to say demonstrate God's power or show them your love show them your lifestyle have a conversation build a relationship however the opportunity comes then you pop the question do you believe this do you want to be saved Will you accept Jesus in your heart? Do you want to get right with God right now? Will you pray this prayer with me right now? Let, 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 let God lead you to all the rest because you planted the seed. You or somebody else will water that seed. God is the one that will give the increase. So pop the question. So I said there are two ways. Either you pop the question to them or they pop the question to you. Sometimes after the information has been laid out and, and back to the marriage and that woman knows what she wants and believes it's what he wants. Sometimes she asks him, well, honey, why don't we just get married? Do you think I'm the one for you? Or I would love to be your wife. Or the church girl would. You wouldn't have to go home so frustrated if we was married. <laughs> let, let, let me change that. That is not necessarily the church girl one. That's the saved girl one. The saved girl one is baby you wouldn't have to go home so frustrated if we was married <laughs> let me change that <laughs> so either you pop the question to them or they pop the question to you but I found something in the bible y'all I never noticed before I was looking 
Tara for example, evangelism examples to share today of how the early church shared the gospel and popped the question. I'm going all through Acts try, trying to look for an example of them asking a question. But do you realize that most of the time in the New Testament, the apostles did not pop the question. They just laid out the gospel and the sinner popped the question to them. Most of the time in the New Testament, the apostles did not pop the question to the sinner. They just laid out the gospel and the sinner popped the question themselves. Acts chapter 2, after they laid it out, he said, that Jesus, he said, therefore, all Israel, you better be assured of this. God made Jesus, whom you crucified, both the Lord and Messiah. It says when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart. Why were they cut to the heart? Because the Holy Ghost had showed up. And the Holy Ghost was going through the crowd, cutting hearts. The Holy Ghost was going through the crowd, saying, you know this is the truth. The Holy Ghost was going through the crowd, moving on people. The whole, they were in partnership with the Holy Ghost. And you got 3,000 people out here, and the Holy Ghost is just gripping through the crowd doing what he does setting the thing up and the Holy Ghost was cutting them to the heart and when they were cut to the heart he, they said to Peter and the apostles brothers what shall we do they popped the question I kept looking Acts 8 when the Ethiopian eunuch was reading the scriptures and God dropped the Holy Spirit dropped Philip and said, go to him. All Philip did was lay it out. And the Ethiopian eunuch said, well, here's some water. What should prevent me from being baptized? He popped the question. I ran over to Acts 16 with the Philippian jailer. And God came in at midnight. Paul and Silas was in jail. And they were... They were praying and they were praising and that jail began to shake and those and those uh, chains began to break off and all the doors popped open and that Philippian jailer was about to kill himself because he said they're going to escape and they're going to come get me. But I see that the power of God is on these people. So he said, don't worry about it, man. We're not going to leave you hanging like that. This is a jailer that said, what must I do to be saved? He popped a question. Even with Jesus, I went backwards trying to find where the questions was popping. The rich young ruler came to Jesus and said, how can I attain eternal life? Jesus had laid it out to, this, to the disciples. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going to prepare a place for you. He's laying it out. And when I go and prepare a place for you, I'm going to come again and receive you to myself. And the way you did, where I'm going, you know. And the way you know. And then Thomas popped the question, God, we don't know where you're going, but how can we know the way? I kept looking. Even the thief on the cross. <laughs> Jesus said, okay, boys, this is your last chance. Who want to be saved? It's just what was going on. Laid out the information. The thief on the cross had the information. He didn't ask the question, but he might as well have. He just said, remember me. When you're coming to your kingdom. 
What he was saying is, I know you're the God and I know you got a kingdom. Just remember me that I believe. And the, the thief popped the question. They had the information. They had the word. They had a testimony. They saw the power of God. They saw the love of God. And they popped their own question. So y'all lay out the information. Tell the gospel truth. Tell people the truth. I know it's not popular, but tell them the truth. Tell them who Jesus is. Tell them who he's been to you. Give your personal testimony or share with them Bible verses because the word of God has a power and anointing all of its own. You don't have to add nothing to it. Just lay out a Bible verse. Share Bible verses with it. Put it on your t-shirt. Put it on your hat. Have it sitting on your desk. Start with a, just a hello. Strike up a conversation. Get Jesus in there some kind of way. Or demonstrate love. Be the kindest person that they know. And then live the life before them. Let them see your good works and glorify the Father. Or display the power of God. If God give you a prophecy, prophesy. If he tell you to tell them something, tell them something. Give them a word of knowledge. Give them a word of wisdom. Or lay hands on him folk and get them healed and work the miracle believe God for miracles pray for them intercede for them just get it all laid out before them and just be ready for them to pop the question have that prayer ready and have it memorized Lord Jesus I believe in you I believe you died for me forgive me for everything I've done wrong come into my heart I give you permission to change my life thank you for saving me in Jesus' name, amen. It's that simple. And for those of you who say, I can't remember all that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Quit telling you can't remember stuff. That's the devil say, you can't remember all that. He lying. Yes, you can. You remember your social security number, your, your phone, your address? Yes, you can. If you know your address, you can know this. And just in case, we put it on a card for you. All you got to do is look at it every day. Remember, remember one line at a time. The first line is Lord Jesus. I believe you can remember two lines right now. Lord Jesus, I believe in you. And remember... That this is a three-way street. This is a three-way street. The Holy Spirit is working with you. Just like in Acts chapter 2, it says they were cut to the heart. That's conviction. That's the Holy Spirit working with you. Check out Acts 10. In Acts 10, Cornelius was the first Gentile that got saved. While Peter was laying it out, while he was telling them the good news of salvation, they believed it in their hearts because the Holy Spirit was working on them. And the Holy Spirit didn't even wait for a question. Peter didn't pop the question to them. They didn't pop the question to Peter. The Holy Spirit didn't even wait for a question. The Bible says he fell on them right there and their salvation was complete. Then Peter popped the question after the fact. He said, can we withhold them from being baptized since they've already received the Holy Spirit? Just like us. This is not hard. It's not as hard and as scary as it seems. And so what if it is? 
Do it afraid. And remember that this is not a two-way street. This is a three-way street. There's a street you can't even see. There's a pathway that you can't even see. The Holy Spirit is arranging the meeting. It's setting the agenda. It's working on their heart. He's leaning on their spirit. Just like I was leaning on him. He's leaning on their spirit. The Holy Spirit is ready and he's willing to bring them in and seal the deal. So all you got to do is pop the question. Y'all, it's a matter of life and death. I'm asking you all to partner with Jesus to get out there and save the family. Please don't let them be lost because you're scared. Don't let them be lost because the devil keeps telling you you don't know how to do this. It's that simple. Don't let the folk be lost because you won't ask the question. Pop the question. Pop the question. So we're in a are just one challenge. We're going for 100 souls a year. And then some. We got up to 68, 65 last year. We're up to five this year. I got two this weekend. I've been, uh, I've been in Reno all week sitting at the bedside of one of my friends. And you all hear me talk about uh, my godson, Lamar, and I've, I've had on a prayer list to save Lamar. And, and my godson, this is his mother. And so I'm sitting up to, next to him in the hospital every day this week. Uh, and then he and his cousin came and I struck up the conversation. Uh, I told him about the Just One Challenge. Leaned on him a little bit. But I've been waiting for the opportunity. And, and, and said this, but they both said the prayer. They believed. They just hadn't made the commitment to be saved. They both pray every day. Just hadn't made the commitment to be saved. And at this point, they in their 40s now. Like, what else y'all got to do? You've done everything that you need to do. And, and his cousin said, and some stuff I didn't need to do. And said the prayer. Now, God got to do the rest. God have to change them on the inside. I said, God, I don't know if you know they really made that commitment. And, and, and he said, I will honor it. I'm going to honor the words that you said. And I leave the rest to him. So that took us to seven. We, we're going for 100 this year. Who I'm going to pray for today is those of you who do this. We have, we have these two pieces of information. This one says, this one has everything that you need to do on the back of it. It says, pray for a divine meeting with somebody that you can talk to Jesus with. Because again, the Holy Ghost is already working on them. Share your personal testimony with them. Ask, or any of the stuff I talked about today, ask them if they'd like to be saved. Or if they don't know that word, ask them if they'd like to accept Jesus into their heart. They don't have to understand it all because the Holy Ghost is working on them. Take them through the sinner's prayer. It's on here if you just have to have it with you and read it. Y'all can memorize this, though. Y'all already got the first two lines. What are the first two lines? See how good you can do that? 
You can invite them to your community group or somebody else's community group. Say you'll meet them there. Even if it's on Zoom, you'll meet them there. Get as much contact information as you can. We want to mail them that book, Salvation 101, that explains to them what's, what else is going to happen and what they need to do. It's very, very simple. I put it so that I wrote it so that people who were not church people could understand it. Um, and then uh, all I need you to do is when you do that, if you don't get nothing but their phone number and their name, go to newantioch.org, push the Just One Challenge. And there's something in there that says to add to um, uh, add to the just one. Um, it's in yellow. Oh, you just want to. It's in, it's in yellow. You push that, and it'll it'll come up, and where you can put their name in and their phone number, so we can keep track. It's really that simple. If you go to newantioch.org right now, go to the just one challenge. And just go through and you'll see where you, where you can put in their name. This is all we're asking you to do. Um, on the, you can give them this card. No, this card is for them. Or you can scan this card and it'll pop up to just one challenge and you can put their name in there. Then you can just give them this card. If you give them this card, it says you made the best choice in your life that is to be saved. Jesus loves you and so do I. If you want more information, if you're looking for worship service, if you want to connect with other believers, just scan. They just scan it with their phone and it'll come up and they can get connected to us. It's that simple. I believe that there's some of you that are called to evangelism, that this is what you do. And I want to pray for you today for sure. But I also want to pray for anybody that says, God, I can do that. Not God, I can. God, I'll do that. I will. I'm going to help this church get those hundred souls because all he wants us to do is get his kids out. Just got to think of it as a burning house, and this house is going to burn down. And the only thing you need to do, the firemen, when they know they can't save the house, they just get the people out. Y'all, we can't save this house. This, this earth is going to be destroyed. It's not going to last forever. The only thing we can do is to get God's people out. He's partnering with us. I don't know why he chose to do it that way, but he wants to, we're in relationship with him. He just wants us to be in on it. I need y'all to help me get my kids out. And some of them just need that change in their life. They need to be able to live this good life y'all live. Y'all looking good. Hair done, nails done, drove here today. Y'all looking real good, looking plump. Husband, don't you want somebody else to have this good life? Y'all, this is a good life. This is a good life. I want to share it with somebody that needs a good life. And there are people that are doing as well as you're doing, but they have no purpose. They have no joy. They have no peace. Yes, they're living in a five-bedroom house, but they're getting beat up every day. Yes, they're driving a Mercedes. They might be driving a Bentley and have no peace in it whatsoever. Have no purpose. Don't know why they're here. Don't you want them to have this life? Somebody that you love right now and you have not popped a question. Don't you want them 
to have this life. You all that are listening, this is a great life. If you're in here right here today and you haven't come all the way over into this life, this is a great life. I love it every time some God do, God do something real good for us. My daughter starts singing, who wouldn't serve a God like this? I just get happy every time because who wouldn't serve a God like this? But we have to introduce him to them. So if you're listening on live stream right now, if you are listening, if you're here in the building, I want to invite you. I'm popping the question. Will you accept him? Do you believe this? Holy Spirit is moving on you right now. So say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died for me. Forgive me for everything I've done wrong. Come into my heart. I give you permission to change my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer and you meant it, especially if you prayed it for the first time or you're rededicating your life today and getting right with God, just raise your hand where you are. Anybody in the building? Amen. God bless you. Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. I'm going to have them come to you. They may have you, and they just get your information and get you hooked up. You've been coming, brother, and we're so glad to have you. Love you, and you're just excited about your rededication or your dedication. Amen. Amen. God bless you, young man. We're excited about you. If you are online and you have done that, even if you're not listening live, even if you get this a little bit later, just put in the comment section, I prayed the prayer. And I came to Jesus today. I prayed the prayer. I believe it. I want to be connected. I want to have that book. We want to give you that book. So put it in the comment section right now. If it's a little later, you can always go to newantioch.org and go to the connect button and get connected with this church. I would love to be your pastor. We would love to be your church family. Amen. Wouldn't we love to be their church family? Amen. Welcome to the best transformation, the greatest transformation of your life. Heaven is rejoicing every time there's just one. Let me hear y'all say that. Heaven is rejoicing every time there is. Heaven is rejoicing every time there's just one. Oh, hallelujah. So we are rejoicing with them. So those of you that will commit to this. God, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, put a conviction in their heart to do this work, to get your children out. God, we ask you this week, even today, to set up divine appointments, to set up divine meetings. Move by your spirit, Holy Spirit. God, New Antioch says yes. New Antioch says yes. New Antioch says yes. Open the doors for us to reach them. Open the doors for us to see them. Fill this place up. Pull them out of that sin river. In the mighty name of Jesus. Help us. And we say yes. 
Move in this congregation. Go up and down these aisles. God, somebody has a need. God, somebody has a fear. God, somebody needs a miracle. And we've already addressed that, God. So we ask you right now to give them the faith to believe. God, even in the food bank. God, as they come through, make salvation. Let there be that salvation rush through that place. In the name of Jesus. God, let them begin to stop for prayer. And don't even know why they're stopping for prayer. And God, make our prayer team ready. Ready to pop the questions. In the mighty name of Jesus. We say yes. We say yes. We say yes. And let me encourage some of you. That this is just hard for. Trust me, I get it. You would not believe how shy I really am. And it's hard for me, but I have to do it afraid. And since we started just one, this is my third one. And, and I'm, I'm leading out. I'm believing in this. We're going to push this. You'll hear about it over and over and over again. Because this is what God is calling us to do. God can do something so new in you. That you'll be surprised of, of yourself. The Holy Spirit is working with you. So I want to encourage you for that this morning. Amen. We pray that you've enjoyed our service today. That is our service for today. And we thank God for all of you that are here. On tonight, we would love to invite you out. We will be back here. We haven't had a Sunday night service in, I don't even know how long. We had a Sunday night service in years, I guess. Um, but FICAM, our Fellowship of Independent Churches and Ministries, there are 11 churches in our fellowship, and we usually come together every other month, and we are back. FICAM is back. The fellowship is back. We'll be here tonight at 6 p.m. The other churches are bringing praise, their praise teams, and they're bringing uh, uh, speakers uh, on tonight, so you'll hear a little bit from each of our churches, church, services, each of our churches, just to be excited about being back together and being able to be here. We will be in mass tonight, so we are inviting, especially I'd like to see the leadership of our church. Please come back tonight uh, and let's celebrate our fellowship being back together again. Um, Harvest Bible Fellowship, I might miss some of them, but Harvest Bible Fellowship, uh, Faith Foundation, Foundation Christian Center, there they are. Um, we might even have a representative from our church we just planted in Belize. That's that um, Agape International Ministries, the Power Center, uh, Transform for Destiny, No Greater Love, uh, Equipped. Um, and then all of the uh, New Antioch uh, Central, uh, we're going to be hosting tonight. Uh, but we have representative New Antioch Aliante and New Antioch Sunrise, also known as Sunrise Christian Fellowship, which we kicked off um, this month. Uh, so come on back tonight. Don't forget we are in our rally, our 2022 rally. We are giving the year $2,022 those of you that can. Those of you that are going to just do half of that, $1,011, do half of that. Pledge that to our 
our rally that we do every year. It covers our budget for the year. Maybe you can just do $220. Maybe you can, all of your young people, make them give that $20.22. Everybody under 18, really, the 18-year-olds, the, the teenagers can be given that $200. They spend most of that at, at Starbucks and McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but give your kids something to give. We have to the end of April, and we are looking to uh, raise $40,000. I don't know if they have on there where we're at. We're at, ooh, look at that. We're at $16,740. So come on, let's make that up. Let's get that up. And it is uh, supplying our budget for the year. Yes, and that's above your tithes and offering, by the way. That's above your, with your tithes and offering, it gets us through the year, but we're trying to get uh, over that. And so remember your rally, it's over at the end of April. We do have uh, some new trustees. What we decided to do, those of you that, that uh, consented to serve, all the trustees that were there have been reelected. And uh, we had so many people voted for the new ones, and they were such good candidates. I needed all of them. I needed everything that they had to offer. And so our, our church constitution um, provides that we can go up to nine trustees. And so we're going to go up to nine trustees. So our new trustees are uh, Minister Randy Brooks, Brother Isaac Brown, and Servant Leader Monique Daniels. And then the rest of the board, those are our new trustees, so welcome to that. And our Sunrise Campus, I don't know if they have that video. We do have a video, it is online, for our Sunrise Campus. It's officially open. It's open as, as a complete online church right now. Uh, but pray for those 100 families. Our goal is to have 100 families. And by the time that church is built, we'll already have a, a congregation ready to go in that church. And you can still give to our Sunrise Mountain Project. Amen. God bless you all. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this service. New members. No, I'm sorry. New members, um, you can join today. Our growth track starts today. Um, in about 29 minutes, but if everybody's here early, we can start early since we're getting out of church on time. Um, and I'm going to meet with you today. If you're interested in our church at all and say, well, I'm not sure I want to join, come and stay, stay with us today. It's for about an hour, and I'm going to tell you all about our church, what we believe, what, what we expect of new members. Uh, and so that is today. We're meeting, and we're still in, in this room uh, where you see it says uh, community Achievement Center, that where that sign is, also known as the Mac. No. Oh, we're going all the way in the back. We'll be in the multi-purpose room. We will be in the multi-purpose room all the way in the back. So just hang out, and you can hear all about New Antioch. And those of you who have been waiting to join, today is the day. And um, the, you start with 101, and I'm teaching that class today. Amen. Now all minds clear. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you, praise you and magnify your name we lift you up and we thank you god we ask you to give us those divine connections today give us what you need us to do today send us out into this week send us out god to win souls god send us out to see miracles seal the word that they have heard today 
change us on Thank you for tuning in today. And we hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so by texting New Antioch to 77977 for Aliante Campus. Or for Central Campus, that's New Antioch Central at 77977.